0: Hey there, it's Geordie here from the It's About Time You Watch This podcast. Join us each week as we explore and discuss some of the greatest films ever made that up until now, I've never seen before. That's right, you name it, I probably haven't seen it. But my darling husband is on a mission to change that, one movie at a time, with a ton of laughs along the way. Check out It's About Time You Watch This now, wherever you get your podcasts. Exploring the power of the right mindset in creating a healthy and fulfilling life. You're listening to the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast with Imogen Harris. Welcome to the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast. We are back again. Now, I think uh, Chris, my brother, hello, Hello. is going to run through a few questions that have come through.
1: We've sort of been discussing what season two is going to look like for Mm. the show. Correct. And I know you're in prep and a few of the others that, that are in your circle are all sort of in prep or have been in prep recently as well Yeah, um, and have been competing. So we thought prep was going to be sort of the focus of Season 2. That would be almost the theme a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um, yep.
1: Because there's lots to discuss, uh, lots of stuff that – like you and I have talked about in the past, like when you've done meal plans and stuff for us, those sorts of things, and, and even for your clients that you're working with nutrition, yeah, and that 100%. sort of stuff. So there's a lot of stuff to cover off.
0: Don't get me wrong. Like obviously prep is a large part of my life, but it's, I guess as well, the mindset behind yeah. prep. And you can apply that to literally any goal that you have. So obviously mine is a competition prep. However, whatever your goal is, it's still having those, you know, the mindset around food, around training, ticking your boxes, you know, sacrifices and being able to have support systems and stuff like that as well. So even though, yes, this season is highly on prep because every time I've had a question box, everything is to do with my prep and that's so fine. I'm a nutrition and all that and my journey. Um, But just remember, apply that to whatever goal that you've got. It doesn't just need to be, you know, to step on a stage. It can be whatever you wish. So yeah, I just want to say that.
1: Let's start with the difference between this prep and your last one.
0: I mean, there's a lot that's different. There's a lot that's similar. Obviously, I have the same coach. Makes life so much easier, guys. If you can have a coach that you trust, stick with them, please. Don't keep jumping from one coach to another because if you really have that good connection with them – they have not only know what you're like physically with your data, but they also know what you're like mentally and what you thrive on and what you struggle with. So Rob knows me more than I know myself. You know, I've been working with him for four years now. We've built such a really good relationship. Obviously, that's why I work from him. So, um, But that obviously plays such a huge part in this prep, being able to refer back to previous data and what worked and what didn't. Um, this time around, I know what to expect. Last time, I was very... I was very robotic. Like, look, a comp prep is restrictive. A comp prep is, you know, you do need a certain level of being a robot in terms to get what you need to get done each day. However, not sweating the small stuff, not sweating, you know, if something doesn't necessarily go to plan in the time order that I had. But in saying that, I do have a very different lifestyle to what I did have last time. Last time I literally had to be on the calendar by the minute, making sure that everything got ticked off. So I was up at 3 a.m. every morning. I was making my pre-workout meal on the way to the gym by four. And then it was training steps, cardio, posing, go to salon, get my meals in in between that, do steps on my lunch break, go back to the gym after work at six, finish off my posing, finish off my steps, go home, eat dinner and repeat. And trying in between that, study um, my credits for sports nutrition for all my certs, managing a long distance relation and all and, that type of
1: having stuff. a life in general. like It was a lot. Yeah. And I
0: think because of that, I needed to really be strategic with my time. Yep. So I was stressing about all those little things because if one thing didn't go to plan, my whole day was out. So luckily I was, had a great support system, which we'll get into in another episode as well. Um, but this time around, I work for myself. I can work my own hours. Um, you know, I can fit what I need to fit in my day on my accord. So I, Obviously, there's lots of pros and lots of cons. Me working from home, it means I'm a bit hungrier because I'm not like, (laughs) you know, out and about from 3 a.m. till 8 p.m. It's difficult. Um, But at the same time, it's like I can prioritise sleep. I can prioritise recovery. I can cook my meals from home and not live out of, you know, a container for six days a week. Um, But, yeah, so that would be, I guess, from – You know, knowing what to expect this time around, I also don't because it's a new atmosphere for me in a different state as well. Um, And I don't have my family around me. So all these factors obviously come into play as well. Um, But probably the last thing that comes into what's different between last prep and this prep, I've had to start a lot sooner. Obviously, we had to take the time to grow, which meant body fat percentage was quite high compared to where I started, which don't get me wrong. That's fine. Um, but it just means we've had to commence prep a bit earlier, which to be honest, I love prep. So that was fine. (laughs) Um, and it just means we've had to implement some things that we didn't necessarily implement last time in terms of cardio and stuff like that. Um, so we started about, I think 25 weeks out or 26. It was close to 30 weeks, I think, but from what was meant to be a 26, 25, 24 week prep. Yeah it has potentially been cut in half. So what I mean by that is, you know, look, I'm going to America and you know, that was for supporting Caitlin and Worlds. She's competing doing July and doing um, worlds as well. Yep. So when she approached me, she said, do you want to come? I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be in prep anyway. So it's fine. Um, but then we started prep results started happening probably quicker than we thought. Um, so I approached the idea to Rob about potentially competing at the amateur show in Worlds because I'm already gonna be there. I've yeah, already paid all wow. the money and obviously we'll kind of, you Fill in know, progress. Yeah, there. exactly. While I'm and I'm paying yeah. for all the things, like all the dresses, all the makeup anyway, to be there for Caitlin. Yeah. So the only extra thing I'd actually have to pay for is the registration and the bikini, which mm. is not realistically too much yeah. in the scheme of things. Like I'm already there. Um so we decided at about, I think, four Worlds, it was about twelve weeks out. Um, let's just go hard and see what happens. So I'm still a bit in the unknown. We've got a week. We've got a week. This week is pretty crucial Um, for me deciding if we do do it or not. But 99% sure we will be now... Uh, on stage yeah. in seven weeks time so <laughs> it's uh taken a turn but yeah. i will still do be i will still be doing november um so if i do earn my pro status in america i will do the pro show in november um i've already paid for everything and to be honest it gives yeah. me more stage time i'll be ready i have time to you know manipulate food and all that type of stuff so yep. yeah long story short that's everything that's different about prep this time but yeah so it's a bit going on
1: well all right let's talk about. Meal planning and all this sort of stuff. And mm. we're going to talk about a lot of this over the next few episodes. But when it comes to weight loss. Yes. Now, this has been something that's been on my mind a little bit as well because mm-hmm. I weighed myself the other day and I went, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> not, not, not in a good way. Oh, um, if you're looking for weight loss mm. and you're doing doing up meal plans and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, are you best to stick to the same meals every day or are you better for variation?
0: Look, Both. I know that's a broad. I know that's a broad answer, so I'll get a bit a bit into it. So, realistically, with a meal plan, you need to have some form of consistency. The reason why you need that consistency is your body thrives off routine. Your body loves when you go to bed at the same time, eat at the same time. You know. It, perform, like, it performs its best at that rate, okay? So in saying that, though, your body does need a wide range of micronutrients to be able to yep. function as well. So in saying that, I don't mean, you know, going and changing from pasta to a Mexican bowl every day or to a souvlaki the next day. In saying that, you know, if you need to change your chicken to beef um, to get some more fats um, in there and some iron, whether you need to change, you know, your fruits from – strawberries to banana to get some more potassium in this our body needs all these nutrients in order to function at its optimal rate so in saying that yes keep it consistent don't get me wrong i keep my food very very similar every day um but for example yeah i'll swap maybe berries um for a mango or something like that just to allow my body to absorb all those different nutrients as well um but when it comes to a comp prep the less changing realistically the better because you know what your body likes, you know what your body thrives off, digests well, and coming into those last few weeks of a comp prep, when you're very sensitive and you're know nutrient, you lacking nutrients, you yep. need to be able to control what you can. And that means really being pedantic on the foods that you're consuming. <laughs> I see so many people and it kills me, but they're complaining that they're hungry, yet they're prioritizing 25 grams of Biscoff in their day, rather than, you know, that in macros is equivalent to probably about 800 grams of pumpkin. Look, don't get me wrong. If you will need a bit of Biscoff in your day to, you know, stay accountable, go for it. But when you're in a comp prep, you know, a serving of Biscoff, that's 118 calories. That's nearly a friggin meal. So, um, You need to be smart with your food choices. And I think there's so many people on Instagram these days, especially coaches that keep going, you know, you can achieve these results and eat anything you want. Yes, but, you know, you also need to think of health. Yes, a calorie deficit. You could be in a calorie deficit on McDonald's, right? You could lose weight and eat McDonald's, but you're going to feel like shit. Absolutely, you will. So if you're filling your days up with 100 mils of no sugar, maple syrup and Biscoff, and all these artificial sweeteners, your body and your digestive system is going to hate you. So please focus on health. Don't I don't care if you're in a build phase or in a deficit. Prioritize your insides just as much as how you want to look because it will benefit you. You'll look better if you eat better. Trust me.
1: Well, I just realized that you're the reason that there is sugar-free maple syrup in my cupboard. I opened the cupboard the other day and I went, what why is, is, is there sugar-free maple syrup in my cupboard? This is I ridiculous. Use, I
0: haven't use that in yonks.
1: Um, well, I think, no, I think Geordie... Before oh, she was pregnant, yeah, had, been, have, yeah, it was had, had just been plan. buying it, and I think she was just, she's just continued to buy yeah. it and didn't realize. I think i
0: me wrong in fifty in conservative amounts. Anything is fine, but yeah, I just. Can't. Oh no, well,
1: I'm just saying I wanted the sugar version. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, I realized it was no sugar, and I went, "What is this? Tastes the same." If it, you say so, it you, really well, does. Well, that takes me on to my next question and last question for this episode. How do you incorporate foods that you enjoy? Yes, and stay on track. And we sort of touched on it a little bit there, but like I've seen a lot of the stuff you've been posting lately with your meal prep and it, it is foods I know you enjoy mm. um, and it's not always just tuna and rice. Like it is, you are know, incorporating have, yeah, some other versatile. stuff in there as yep. well. How, how can you do that?
0: So, I mean, it just depends, first of all, what your goals are. If you are have a time-restricted goal, there's going to be sacrifices. You need to understand when you've got a goal, sometimes, you know, Palmy and chips with the boys might have to go. I'm sorry to say it, but it might not be aligned with where you're going at the moment. However, for me personally, I enjoy all food, which never used to be the case. But I do, yes, my family will cringe when they hear that. But I literally eat anything and everything now. So I'm fine in that sense. But obviously with a lot of my clients as well, there's low FODMAP, there's gluten-free, there's pescatarian, there's vegan you need to have that communication if you have a coach first of all what you enjoy but it's also the knowledge about you know read the labels read the macros only because it's deemed low fat for example it doesn't mean it's you know calorie friendly there's there's healthy and then there's like actually calorically friendly okay so as long as you're trying to get in you know your fruits your vegetables at some point in your day as well you know As long as you have the knowledge to be able to portion control and be able to go, okay, I really enjoy, for example, eggs and bacon on toast. That's fine. But you need to also realize like that meal might have a lot of fat. So if we want to incorporate that in our day, we need to work the rest of the day, maybe potentially a bit lower in fats to compensate for that. So I know it seems a bit cliche about get a coach but if you don't have that knowledge about how to incorporate these foods reach out to someone and like my dm's are always open as well you know if you're a bit unsure about you know, the foods that you're incorporating, you feel like you're eating healthy, but you know, your acai bowl out for breakfast is about 950 calories where say maybe a small stack of pancakes is about 500. It's having that knowledge about what is actually made up of those foods and the quantities that you're actually consuming them in. So, um, incorporate whatever you want, but just know that, you know, certain, certain foods will have more nutrients and some will have less. So, yeah, get a coach.
1: Well, that was. I was about to ask you about that, but we might save that for, for episode three about coaches and stuff because yes. there's, there's a few questions over on that. So we might save that for the next episode. I reckon.
0: Easy. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, I will talk to you guys soon. But have a great day or night wherever you are, and we'll chat then.
1: You've been listening to the Unstoppable Mindset Podcast, a Creative Media Production.